Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Are we live, Lauren? We are live, Dr. Cohen. We are live with the Gross Anatomy podcast where we explore the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture, meaning books, movies, TV, and the world around us. And I'm Lauren Taylor. And as I said, you are? I am Dr. Jason Cohen. Yeah, I already gave it away in the intro. Thanks for giving it away. How dare you? (laughs) I know. So how are you doing? Uh, Week one back from Africa. You know, it's interesting you ask. Um, It's hard being back after we were away for a whole month, pretty much. It's hard being back on so many levels. One, it's hard being back just with the intensity. Like I had a really hard thyroid cancer surgery this week and the just the amount of focus and, and attention, and I just felt exhausted afterwards, and and uh, and so so that's been kind of a, a, a bit of a challenge, you know, that intensity, you know, staring at something for three four hours. The other thing is, I really miss I miss it. I, I mean, it was really such a great time. And the other thing that's hard is, I went from a life of leisure back to you know, crazy doctor hours again, you know, getting up at four or five in the morning and, and, you know, hopefully having dinner tonight at seven thirty, eight o'clock when I get home. Right. So it's pretty long day and, and, you know, and still potentially being on the phone and having to do some work at home. So it's, How long uh, do you think you'll be able to keep that up? Like as a, the surgeon life, you know, there are guys is that who, too, is that too deep of a question? Sorry. I'm just curious. No, I, I like that question. I, you know, there are the funny thing is, is when I first met my wife when I moved out to LA when I was 30, I told my wife I wanted to be retired by 40. Um what that everyone was, says still these days. <laughs> yeah. That was more than 10 years ago. And I'm and I have more debt and more uh, you know and less money than I did when I was 30. So I probably had a better chance of doing that when I was 30 than than when I'm now, unfortunately. Um, but it's good and it's bad. But I I you know, there are surgeons working, you know, into their 70s and and certainly they modify the lifestyle and things like that a little bit. It's funny you ask it because I'm I'm kind of I'm past 50, you know, and I'm at the point in my career where I feel like I've I've made a lot of mistakes and and gotten into a lot of trouble as a doctor Um and but that's what makes someone an expert, and that's that's what has allowed me to learn. And I, and because I've made so many mistakes, and uh, I I feel like I could actually consider myself an expert in certain things. And so I feel like I'm at the point in my career where I I I have a lot to offer and a lot to teach. And while I have partners and partners who do what I do, I don't have a, a junior person who does what I do, and. I'm really craving it. And more so now that I'm back, I've wanted this for a while, for at least several years. But now that I'm back from Africa, I really feel like I would love to have a person who likes to do what I do, which is thyroid and parathyroid surgery. And I could kind of take more of a teacher role or a mentor role. Or So you're thinking about getting a junior partner? I want to. Not so much a junior partner, because I have junior partners, but I want to get... I want to get like an apprentice, another surgeon who who is hungry and excited to to do what I do. And then I guess you have to figure that out with your other partner. So it's, it seems easy. It seems like, wow, so you would have a lot of applicants to be your apprentice. But I, I mean, guess it gets into 
different issues with what you have to pay for insurance and everything for another junior partner. Yeah, it's an interesting thought, but it's but I it's high on my to do list. I think I, I really like to figure out a way to do that within the next year or two. Good for you. It's been something I've wanted to do for a while, but now now I feel like I need to do it. But well, now you can think back to all the highlights from Africa, and maybe it'll inspire you to be like. I got to do it. I got to get back to Africa. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Actually, a friend of mine um, told me that uh, a friend of mine who's in the movie business told me that he may be doing movies, uh, a movie shoot in Africa. And I'm like, can I come and be your medical advisor? Is it a medical show? That would be perfect. No, it has nothing to do with medicine, but, but just, you know, he's a good enough friend that I think he may be like, yeah, come along. But uh, I don't well, know. Maybe somebody hurts themselves in like the script and they need a doctor to say, oh, that's a real, that looks like a real fracture. Maybe you could just be there, there for that. Right. Or they can make it a, a show, somehow make it more medical. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the news, something you wanted to talk about, I, and I read it because you had mentioned it, which was cool. There's a meteorologist named Ben Terry in Louisiana on NBC, their affiliate program, whatever that is. And he's been recording the weather or doing his weather report from hotel rooms in Houston while he gets his treatment for colon cancer and his audience loves him. And he makes, yeah, it makes him feel like he can just like keep going. And I thought that was really cool because I've never seen anything like that before. Usually people just take a leave of absence, but he's still, he's still doing his job. That's a great story. Yeah. Um, I just heard about it on the radio, but I didn't know much more than that. So I'm happy you yeah, and I looked at one of his latest posts and it says, when fighting cancer, any bit of good news is a huge deal. And he hadn't received any good news because I guess he ha- they found it in November. So he hasn't received any good news since then. But he finally did. And um, the radiation is working and it shrunk in size by 15 to 20 percent. That's great. That's yeah. great. And I don't know if I, I must have discussed it on one of our podcasts, but unfortunately, both my parents had cancer, both died from cancer. But my dad's oncologist, who I thought was just fantastic, a guy um, in New York named Vince Miller, great, great guy, um, described treatment a little bit. And I think we discussed it, that you don't need a home run to, to deal with cancer. You just need base hits. He, he gave the baseball analogy. As long as you get base hits, you could win a game. You could win a game just getting base hits. And, and I like that. And, and it gave, it gives hope. And, and it, he, he did that. He told that to my dad because my dad had a form of lung cancer that wasn't going to be curable, but he said, but as long as we have base hits, we could keep you around for a long time. And, and, uh, and you could get good results from base hits, you know? I like, like that. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you shared that. I don't, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was, it was, a. I I'll occasionally use that uh, I'll, I've borrowed that now uh, since then, since hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I imagine you have to give them hope uh, somehow. All right. Today, I wanted to talk about um, pop culture, too. I wanted to go into pop culture since we haven't really done that in a while. Yeah. The Emmy nominations were announced, and we've got a list of TV shows nominated for Best Drama and Best Comedy. For Best Drama, we've got eight nominees, which include The Boys Got Nominated, Bridgerton, the Crown, The Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, Pose, The Handmaid's Tale, and This Is Us. And I've seen 
four of those shows. And you said, and none of them are medical or science. None of them are medical. That's just for drama. Let's go one at a time. If we've seen the boys I've seen, have you seen that? That's the Amazon prime show. I've seen a couple of episodes. It's fun. Bad superheroes. Yeah. I didn't actually like my husband started watching it and then I, it took me a while, but I got into it. It's kind of interesting. Bridgerton. Everyone saw that. Did you see that? I didn't see it. You're the one person. Did your, no one in your family watch it? No one in my family. No. No, that's not something I think my family would be into. It's um I I mean I kind of like that era and it's done differently, but um Yeah. Shonda Rhimes, right? Yeah. Of Grey's Anatomy fame. Right. I don't know but, that I loved it as much as everyone else, but it's a good show. I think it's probably gonna win. Any medical spin in there? None whatsoever. I think the key to that show was just um period piece, you know, Elizabethan with a mixed cast. That was kind of the Yeah, you know, but it's racy. So it's like racy, right? Usually, racy, when you watch right. those period pieces, they aren't at all like there's like a hand touch, or right. like so right. this goes a lot further. But it was racy with a mixed cast, and I think that was kind of the novelty and excitement about it. Oh, oh yes, yes, and I thought that was very clever, and it's about time. Yeah, and sexy. It yeah. sounds very sexy. I, I kind of do want to watch an episode or two. Okay, and then The Crown, which is always good, but your family doesn't like, or you do like. No, we did. We, we it, the funny thing is, we my wife and I were interested in the '80s and Princess Diana. We watched the Princess Diana documentary, and then we started watching the. We skipped to the most recent season because the reason is is because they had '80s music in it. Like she was a big Duran Duran fan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a Duran Duran song in it. And then we're like ha- halfway through that, we're like, you know, we should just start at the beginning. So we're, but then just life happened. But we we've watched yeah. it. We, at least two seasons. It's so well done. It's, it's so great. So well done. And it wins a lot. But I think, um, I, I think, I don't know. I feel like Bridgerton's going to win, but I liked it a lot too. Um, and what's her name is great. The uh, the woman who plays Margaret Thatcher. Oh yeah. I think she'll win for Ann Anderson. Yeah. She was phenomenal. She's phenomenal. And she's great also in that, that show sex education. Yes, she is that we've talked about. Yeah. yeah. I think that's coming back for season three. I hope so. so. It's a fun show. I'll let you know if I hear anything else about it. And then The Mandalorian, which I watched just because I was bored during the pandemic. It's not really my thing. I started watching the first season with my kid, my youngest daughter, who liked it so-so, but was really just watching it because of me. And then she she totally lost interest because she thought it was too, like, Disney. I'm actually really shocked that it's on here for drama series. Yeah. And then, so I finished first season on my own and haven't and i do want to watch the second season but i haven't yeah yeah i was surprised most surprised to see, see that one Did you and like then, it? um i mean baby yoda is adorable but Maybe. i mean i it's kind of just like uh kind of reminded me of like not star trek what is the one with john luke picard what is that star trek next generation right? yeah yeah kind of reminded me of that like right. a, a little bit cheesy got it what else um lovecraft country which i haven't seen haven't seen but the 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 movie posters look cool the tv posters yeah pose which just did its last season i watched that could a win. couple of episodes when i back in the, my gym days i watched a couple of episodes and i and i thought it was i just watched it on a whim i thought did you watch it i didn't i need to i watched pose and i thought it was great and i'm a big billy porter fan yes he was also nominated for lead actor in a drama for pose and he will probably win another show nominated for best drama is the handmaid's tale which is also another show that i'm not seeing you didn't watch any of the handmaid's tale i just i can't do it it'll give me nightmares 
Yeah, it's hard to watch. So we watched all the seasons and we only started this final season. And then again, just life. We haven't had a chance. Right. And then the last one on the list is This Is Us. I, I only watched the pilot of that. No, yeah, that's one of the ones I haven't watched and I'm probably not going to. Not because I don't think it's a good show. It just doesn't seem to interest me. The pilot had a really nice twist. I mean, it's been out for so long already, but the pilot mm. was great. Right. Oh, I didn't see the pilot, but I'm sure it was. Um, all right. So comedy series, Blackish, Cobra Kai, Pen 15, which I heard is really good. Have you seen Pen 15? Is that the I one did. you watched with your daughters? I watched it with my daughter. We we watched, uh, we just binged it one night together um, and just kept saying, watching another episode, another episode. In the beginning, I, I didn't, it was a little too cringeworthy, but at least the second season, it's pretty right on. Because it's it, about it, like 30 year olds playing what they're like 15 year old selves. Right. Because it's, what's great, it's kind of like Big Mouth. And the only way they could do a Big Mouth live, they can't do it with kids that age, right? Because they can't do that stuff. So they have, you know, the adults who wrote the show, the two women are playing their teenage tween or teenage versions of themselves. Okay. And it, it, the funny thing is, is on one of the most recent Big Mouth season, there was actually a crossover where they had the Pen 15 girls on a Big Mouth episode, an animated Big Mouth episode. Oh, that's cool. Funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah cool. That's on my list to watch for sure. It's really what kids kind of go through, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm going to watch it. Um, yeah. Emily in Paris, which is, I didn't watch. Hacks. Hacks? Yeah, H-A-C-K-S. It's on HBO Max. Do you have that? Maybe, I don't know. It's with Jean Smart, and she plays a, a comedian that has like a Las Vegas residency. I read and about that today. She is phenomenal in it. She's phenomenal, right. And it sounds like she's an aging comedian. Mm-hmm. Is she kind of modeled after Joan Rivers? Is that kind of... I, I guess that's what you could say. I don't know enough about Joan Rivers to... Got it. But she's an aging comedian trying to still be relevant kind of thing, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, there's more to it than that, but it, it's it's right. interesting. Yeah. Um, Ted Lasso, which seems to be a favorite. I just started watching it. Actually, the other night I got home this past weekend, My I was on call. I was running around from... I was at four hospitals and my wife and kids went to my mother-in-law's and they're like, why don't you come? Why don't you? And I didn't get home till like nine o'clock or eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock. And I had an early surgery the next day. So I, I didn't go meet them. Um, and I got home, made myself a plate of food. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch an episode of Ted Lasso. And, and I brought work home. I have tons of charts that I'm backlogged on and I brought work home and I finished the first episode. And I said, oh, and I said to myself, I'll watch an episode. Then I'll go do some charts. Then I was like, let me watch another episode. Then I'll go do charts. And then after that episode, I said, you know what? Let me watch one more episode and then I'll just go to bed because it was already late and I needed to be up. And then I'm like, well, okay, I'll watch <laughs> one more episode and then go to bed. Next thing I know, my family gets home and I'm like in my fifth episode. Or something. <laughs> That's and good. I, that means you liked it a yeah. lot as well. It's not my favorite show of the year, but I think it's probably going to People really like it. Um, I did watch it. I thought it's a cute, feel-good show. I mean... I think that might be why it's winning. um, Just like Schitt's Creek, which I did love, um, won like the year before everything. Because I think people just needed a feel-good show. Exactly. Did you watch Cobra Kai? I didn't, but um, I'm really impressed that's on there too. And I think that is a feel-good show, right? 
Cobra Kai is also a feel-good show. And, and the great thing about Cobra Kai is the bad guy from the Karate Kid is kind of a good guy now. Um, he is a good guy. He's a misunderstood good guy. Um, and that's, I love that they found this like newfound fame for him. And like it's a, his original instructors in it too, right? Like from the 80s. Right. That's yeah, amazing. The really bad guy. And he's still a really bad guy. Oh, okay. But they actually show his origin story in, in this season, which is interesting. But I was a big Karate Kid fan. So for me, um, it's a little cheesy, the show. There's definitely some cheesiness to it. But just the, you know, the twist of the bad guy not actually being a bad guy mm-hmm. is, is really fun to watch. Yeah. And Ralph Macchio, I mean, he's a New Yorker. Everyone loves him. And Elizabeth Shue is actually on, shows she, up in this season. Is she really? Yeah. You don't think she's gonna, but she shows up in this season. Oh, she's pretty amazing. She's great in everything. She was actually in The Boys and she did a pretty good job in that show too. I don't, I don't know if I made it that far then. It might've, yeah, maybe you didn't. I loved Elizabeth Shue back in the day when she was Allie from Karate Kid. I mean, she was, she was, and Cocktail. She was in Cocktail with Tom Mm -hmm. Cruise. Yeah, she's great in in a lot of stuff. Um, So what I wanted to say is there's no medical shows on this list at all. No medical shows and not even anything medical. No, and like Grey's Anatomy is in season 17. It's not going to get nominated again. So it led me to look up like what are popular medical shows that are on TV that aren't getting nominated. Do you know what the, according to ranker.com, the number one rated medical show on right now is what, what do you think the number one show is? Gross anatomy podcast. (laughs) Not, I guess guess not podcast show. TV Just TV shows. Um, I'd say it's still Grey's anatomy probably. No, but it's on the top 10 list. It's the resident. We did a review of The Resident, yeah. We did, and I and it was a fun pilot. Mm-hmm. So we've seen mm-hmm. that one. The Good Doctor's number two, which we haven't seen since I don't think it aired. We talked no, about we it when did. it first aired. Well, we did watch the pilot to The Good Doctor yeah. also. That was a long time ago. It's been yeah. on for a while. Number three is Chicago Med, which I want to watch with you. We haven't watched that yet. Yeah, this is the tagline. The city's most highly skilled medical team saves lives while navigating their unique interpersonal relationship. So there's really nothing special about that. <laughs> so keep that in mind because I'm going to give you a tagline for a few other choices that we haven't watched to see which pilot we want to review next. Okay. So that's Chicago Med. Number four is New Amsterdam. Right. What's that tagline? A new medical director breaks the rules to heal the system at America's oldest public hospital. Ooh, that sounds very much like House of God, like Sam Shem's book, Man's Fourth Best. I thought the same thing. So maybe that that one sounds better than Chicago Med. All right. Okay. So um, five is Grey's Anatomy. Six is 911. It's created by Ryan Murphy, which like I'm like, how does he oh, have wow. the time? I had no idea it was created by is him. Is that is that even actually a medical show or it's more like a emergency rescue show? Well, let me give you the tagline, Dr. Cohen. It explores the high pressure experiences of the first responders who are thrust into the most frightening, shocking, and heart stopping situations. So yeah, it just follows the first responders. Um, Angela Bassett is in there somewhere. Right. So it's and who, isn't Lowe Rob Lowe or something in that? No. Wait, you skipped to number eight on the list, which is nine one one Lone Star. Another nine one one show, but this one is nine one one Lone Star. What is that? It's about a New York firefighter who relocates to Austin, Texas with his son, where he works to save people's lives while trying to solve his own personal problems. 
starring Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler. Oh, wow. I know. I couldn't believe there's two 911 shows that I never watched. But uh, we skipped number, number seven is Transplant, which we had also talked about watching. I never I, even heard of that. I think that one sounds interesting. Uh, the tagline is an ER doctor who fled his native Syria to come to Canada must overcome numerous obstacles to resume a career in the high stakes world of emergency medicine. Do you like that one? <laughs> no, so, far, so far, New Amsterdam. So, well, the show with the Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler sounds interesting just because it's Rob Lowe and Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, the show that sounds interesting to me is New Amsterdam. I agree with that. I think that's what we had thought about before too so but i would cool. watch the rob lowe and Liv tyler show just to see what rob lowe and Liv tyler are doing we should watch it and just give like little clips of you watching it to see if you think rob lowe can pull off being a well he's actually a firefighter so never mind it doesn't work right, it sounds well. more fight he's i he sounds like a firefighter in fact i think he's been a firefighter in movies yeah wasn't I he in backdraft this is supposed to be a, med- a list of medical tv shows so i don't mm. know mm. Rob Lowe was in Backdraft? Was he? I don't remember. After this, uh, after we record, I'm going to look it up. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. And then. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Baldwin was. Baldwin. Yeah. The the cute, cuter, like skinnier Baldwin. All right. So the show that we're going to watch is New Amsterdam. Wait, did you do all 10 yet? No, nine is just, it's a reality show called Untold Stories of the ER. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then 10 is a Canadian show called Nurses. And it's it's a scripted show, but um, I don't know. It didn't get such good uh, reviews. So My partner talks about um, that show Charité. I know. It wasn't on this list, but we've talked about watching that, and we have to. Right. And I've seen it, but I don't remember it. So we could put that on our list of things to watch. Yeah, too. It definitely is. Yeah. But if you had to pitch a medical show... What would your pitch be? Because none of these shows made the Emmy list. So we got to create something new. Interesting. To get well, people interested. You know, I, I have, I, I've, I've actually written a medical script. Did you know that? Yes, but I didn't know if you wanted to give the pitch or not. But that was a script a zillion years ago. That was a movie. That, that was called Dr. Oh, yeah, that Dan. was for a movie. Yeah, that was a movie. And that was practically 20 years ago um, when I still had a drop of time. And that was about just a young New York city surgical resident who was grappling with financial and social pressures and kind of turned to the dark side a little bit to make a fast buck. And while doing that lost sight of what he was supposed to be doing in medicine until some accident happens that he's the cause of, and it renews his hope and faith in the medical world and being a doctor. I like that. You can make that a TV show too. Yeah, you do, you probably could. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to come up with a pitch, and um, for some reason, Jason Patrick came to mind as like the star because you had talked about the Lost Boys. Yeah. And whenever you were talking about it, I was like, "Whatever happened to Jason Patrick?" And you said, "My wife said the same thing." So I was like, "Well, let me look him up because I the only thing I've got so far is that I want him to be the star of the show." Mm. So he's been going through some crazy custody battle. I think he's been like. Oh. MIA for a long time. I guess his ex got in vitro and he was signed as like, you know, the paternal father on all the IVF forms. But California law was like, if you're just, they considered him a sperm donor and not the father, even though he had been with the kid for two and a half years. So it was like in this crazy battle forever. I think he finally won. So that's where I think he's been. 
The kid's 17 now. I, I think he's like five and a half now. Oh, okay. So. Um, no, I, I actually have a bunch of, of medical ideas. We've talked about some of them. I have a medical horror show, uh, a horror movie or horror show idea. Um, I guess it's Nurse kinda, Ratchet is kind of like the medical horror show. I, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh-uh. And that's something else we should see. We should we should pick that one as a show to watch. The first episode, Ratchet. Yeah, we should. And yeah, I'm kind of surprised it didn't make this list. But my, my horror show idea is kind of like, jaws meet surgery you know wh- what if uh you know just when you thought it was safe to have surgery da-na, da-na, da-na. that's kind of like a short little teaser of my heart medical horror show i like that especially like coming from a surgeon that's right you don't exactly. want to get people on the operating table anymore you want to scare them exactly kind of like coma remember coma mm-hmm. ryan cook he was a doctor he wrote all these um all these books and then TV shows. What, what was his name? Yeah, Ryan Cook, right? Is that right? I don't know. Robin Cook. Robin Cook, okay. Yeah, he and like Michael Crichton were doctors who both went on to have very successful writing careers and even TV movie careers. Nice. Yeah. So I was thinking Jason Patrick could play a version of Leo Gordon, Dr. Leo Gordon, your mentor, who, mm-hmm. you know, like he's, he's a doctor that knows the origin of every word and what other doctors do wrong. So I don't know. I, that's all I got so far. But I think Leo Gordon's an interesting character. He is. In fact, that's another idea I have. Uh, Dr. Gordon, in addition to being a surgeon, also um, does a lot of medical malpractice work. Yes, I know. So you were telling me that. So I thought we could use the first half of my pitch and add it to yours. So basically the end of my pitch would be dot, dot, dot. He knows what other doctors do wrong. Welcome to the world of medical malpractice. There you go. I, I like that idea. You know what's interesting? Just thinking of mentors and knowing words. When I was when we were in Africa on safari, one of our guides, fantastic guide, was telling us about elephants and how the the term is askari, if I'm not mistaken, A S K A R I, and the and it's a term that means I think it means soldier or guardian or something like that. That the Elder elephants in the community in the elephant community wind up often taking some of the younger male elephants under their wing, kind of looking out for them, teaching them the ways. And the younger elephant protects the older elephant from stuff. And it's a known thing in the elephant world, this this mentoring. And I just thought that was so cool. That is. I like and that. The term is Ascari, yeah. Scary. Okay. And if people haven't listened to our episode, we have Dr. Leo Gordon on our show and we're going to have probably a follow-up episode with him soon. We definitely will. Check out the Dr. Leo Gordon episode. And that's it. That's all I got for today, Dr. Cohen. I think that's pretty good, Lauren. I think so too. The Emmys will air on Sunday, September 19th. So we will definitely have more to say about the Emmys after the winners are announced. Thanks everybody for listening to Gross Anatomy. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.